Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in health IT, Oracle to the rescue. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Tausite Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. All right, you knew it was coming. You knew this headline was coming. You knew the day was going to come when we were going to talk about it. And so where am I getting this from? I'm getting this from The Verge. Oracle thinks it can fix healthcare's biggest tech issue. Let me give you some excerpts. Just after closing a $28 billion deal to acquire electronic health records company Cerner, tech giant Oracle said it thinks it can solve one of the biggest problems in healthcare patient records. The combined companies will create a national health records database that pulls in data from thousands of hospitals, said Larry Ellison, Oracle board chairman and chief technology officer during a press briefing. Patient data would be anonymous until individuals give consent to share their information. We're building a system where all American citizens' health records not only exist at the hospital level, but they are also in a unified national health records database, Ellison said. Ellison outlined the well-trodden problems of the U.S. healthcare's data systems. Patient information is siloed off within individual institutions. That makes it hard for doctors to get information about their patients when they're treated at other institutions. It also makes it difficult for research teams to do studies on large groups of people. They often are limited to the patient information at the place where they work, so it's hard to tell them it's hard for them to tell if their conclusions would apply to people at other health centers. But despite Ellison's sweeping promises, Oracle will likely face an uphill battle to make this vision a reality. Health IT experts tweeted skepticism in the wake of the announcement. Experts in health technology and federal government have spent years, if not decades, trying to make it easier for health records held at different institutions to communicate with each other a National Institute of Health program was able to build an anonymous centralized records database for COVID-19 research in 2020, but that took enormous effort from people who already worked on interoperability issues, and it was anonymous and didn't require navigating patient consent. Big tech companies often run into problems when they try to tackle the complex, naughty American healthcare system. Cerner and Oracle's partnership combines tech expertise with experience in the health data ecosystem, which may offer them a leg up, but as with most issues in healthcare, there's a chasm between identifying the problem and being able to fix it. Hmm. Well, I, you know, we've seen this story before, haven't we? I think it, I'm reminded of IBM's Watson project, and we are going to change healthcare, we are going to solve healthcare. So if you start from that premise, you have to be extremely, I don't know, jaded. And as you read this article, you have to think, 
another arrogant organization coming into healthcare thinking they can solve the problem. That's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is to say, has anything changed in the environment that would make it possible for Oracle to do what other companies couldn't do many years ago? And so as I think about it that way, I would say 21st century cures, that's changed. So that's been laid in as a groundwork for this. There's a lot of precedent that has been laid with the COVID-19 research project in 2020. You also have things like Truveta that are doing this. You have, uh, heck, Epic's doing this as well. So it's not it's not new. I tend to look at it sort of as in, in both directions. I'm, I, you know, I, I think it's amazing that Larry Ellison would come out and, and say this definitively, like, hey, we've got a solution to this health records problem. Uh, it, it just doesn't show a lot of awareness of the the challenges that have faced healthcare and who his clients are. They're not sitting there going, yay, Larry's coming to our rescue and he's going to solve this problem. They're sitting there going, Larry, do you have any idea how many times we have heard somebody's going to come and solve this problem? And so you could look at this very jaded. I understand how you get there. And there's part of me that sort of looks at it and says, I can't believe this is the marketing approach that they decided to take. On the flip side, it's absolutely the approach they're going to take from this perspective. And that is, there's a lot of money in the data. Oracle bought Cerner for the price it bought Cerner for the value of the data. And that's what they have to unlock in order for this deal to make sense from a uh, financial standpoint and a return to investor standpoint. Now, granted, it has the, the large government contracts that come along with it, but if they can figure out something to do with the data, it has exponential value and it exceeds the 28 billion they paid for Cerner. So yes, of course there was gonna be a data play. It's Oracle, of course there was gonna be a data play. We knew there was gonna be a data play. The question was, were they going to wade into it in a measured approach, a humble approach, let's hear from the industry approach, or were they gonna weigh in with the reputation that big tech has gotten in this industry? Google was gonna save healthcare, and then Microsoft had health fault and they were gonna save healthcare. And then IBM was gonna save healthcare with Watson, and now you have Oracle's gonna save healthcare with data. The reality is this is not a data problem. It's not a technology problem. We haven't had a technology problem with the data sets. And what we have is we have a data normalization problem, we have a data standard problem, we have a data entry problem, we have a data governance problem. So when you bring all this disparate data together, unless you establish the standards and the way of collecting the data and inputting the data, and you normalize that data along the way in the process, so that when someone says something in one health system, it means the same thing as another health system, yeah, you're not gonna be able to just flat out solve this problem with technology. So you have to get involved at the point that the data is coming in to the system. And you have to get involved at the point where there are standards being set around the nomenclature, around the data elements that are in the in the system itself. And so I I think you know a nuance is right there at the uh, at the point. And and in fairness, Larry has talked about this. And the fact that they are going to bring voice recognition to bear for the clinicians, and maybe they can apply some standards to that and start to standardize the data itself. So I look at this and I say, yeah, all right. So the, the technology has advanced. The voice technology is advancing at a incredibly rapid pace. The pace is, is staggering 
And with new forms of artificial intelligence and training machines, we're just seeing really rapid growth in that area. And so that's moved forward. 21st Century Cures has moved forward. And so maybe Larry's coming in at the right time to make such a statement. I just think it lacks awareness to come in and make that statement following the many failures that have come before it. I would have just taken a little different approach. Now, can they solve it? There are so many aspects of this that make this a huge lift for Oracle. So, you know, will they make strides? I believe they will make strides. Will they solve the problem? No, they won't solve the problem. And that's why it was a mistake to come out this boldly with these kinds of statements. And, you know, it might have been better to really talk about the benefit that we were going to see from the patient's perspective and from the clinician's perspective and the things they were going to do instead of touching on a hot button issue and signaling to the industry that we are yet another technology company that's unaware of the environment that we stepped into. So that's my two cents. And that may be what it's worth. I hope they make progress. I think they have the ability to make progress if they adjust their thought process and their approach to the industry. All right, that's all for today. If you know someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher. You get the picture. We are everywhere. We want to thank our channel partners who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Taucite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.